You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan, and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Social Babes, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. Today, we have a guest unlike any other guest we have had on the show before. Today, I am welcoming Paige Cole, who is a stripper business coach and the OG million dollar dancer. Hey, girl, what's up? Hey, girl. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) It's such a pleasure. When I found your account on Instagram, I was like, okay, like you need to come on the podcast because your energy is just next level, girl. And I feel like everybody can learn something from you. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself and how you got started with your career in coaching and million dollar dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. So, okay. I started dancing when I was 19 years old and I kind of always knew I was going to be a dancer from a little girl, to be honest. But I started dancing when I was 19. And the amount of money that dancers make in the short amount of time, getting accustomed to that lifestyle when I was 19 was a blessing and a curse at the time, sort of, because you get used to this certain level. And so like getting a quote, real job would never have been satisfying to work so much more for like such a pay cut. So over the years, like I knew I didn't want to dance forever. And there's nothing wrong if you do want to dance forever, you're a career dancer. But I knew I didn't want to. And so I knew that I had to start a business outside of the club to replace my dancing income in order to like be satisfied with my life, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I've been a sterile entrepreneur, you know, dancing. I always say dancing breeds entrepreneurship because we are a different breed of entrepreneur. But I've had different businesses over the years. Like I've danced, I'm 31 now. So I've danced for 12 years. And I've started different businesses over the years. Uh, none of them were successful because I thought it was what I was supposed to do or what I had to do or something that looked professional. And I would start it and then I would quit too soon before I would start seeing results. And then I started my, I wanted to create an online business because I fell in love with traveling. And I was like, I need to have location freedom. And I really want to do, like, I really want to do something, put my heart and soul into it. And so I started coaching. Um, I started, well, I started doing actually Amazon private label first. And then I was like, nope, don't want to do this. Like I'm going to do coaching. (laughs) But when I first started my coaching business, I wasn't quote, I call it out of the stripper closet. So I was a manifestation and mindset coach, but I didn't tell anyone I was a stripper. I didn't ever talk about it. Like I hid that because I had the limiting belief that if people knew I was a stripper, they wouldn't respect me. They wouldn't take me seriously. They wouldn't hire me. They wouldn't enroll in my programs. I had this limiting belief. So it was like I was playing, you know, being like playing a double life to the universe, essentially. So I wasn't making any money in my coaching business, like no money at all. And then I started working with a coach and she, she was a friend of mine. So she knew I was a dancer and she's like, Paige, you have to come out. Uh, you got, you have to come out. And I was like, nope, that's not an option. Absolutely not. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, fuck it. It is what I'm doing. And there's a lot of so many beautiful benefits to it. So I decided to quote, come out of the stripper closet last June of 2019. And since then, my business has just been like rapidly taking off like month after month after month, and like increasing, increasing and increasing. And I just think it's such a testament to the power of authenticity and niching down in business also, and just owning who you are like a hundred percent. Totally. And it's so funny because as you were saying that, like being scared to kind of come out of the stripper closet, as you would say, I was sitting here and I was like, girl, I was so much more attracted to your profile because it said that you were a stripper coach. I'm like, I'm not a stripper, but I could be one if you could coach me. (laughs) It's just like total different boss babe vibes. 
you know, when I think of, you know, a stripper, I think of like the ultimate hustle mindset, like that's a hustler in them, right? So you said, when did you launch your coaching business actually? So there's like two dates. So I launched my first coaching business in October of 2018, but I technically, and that, and I came out of the stripper closet in June of 2019. So I consider my business began in June of 2019. Right. For sure. And you said you saw it like rapidly grow from there. (laughs) Yeah. So, So do you get a lot of clients who aren't strippers? Yeah. Great question. So yes, I absolutely do. I, I am a stripper. It's ingrained in me. I have learned so many things from the industry. And while I am a stripper business coach, I will be honest, like majority of my students and my clients are not even strippers at all. They're just entrepreneurs or they just connect to like my energy or my, you know, something in my program. They really want to learn from my program because I have one program for strippers that is just for strippers, but all of my, my other programs are for just entrepreneurs, not only strippers. So Right. That is so awesome. And it kind of brings me into my next question, which is going to be, do you feel like having that stripper background has boosted your confidence in terms of being an entrepreneur? Do you feel like that's something a lot of people are drawn to is like, how do you be so confident in your business? That's a great question. Yeah. Like in the club, you have to be confident, like confidence. It's, it's literally like sales and manifestation and psychology and money programs. It's all of that shit on like steroids when you're in the club and it's so amplified and you have to be confident. You have to ask for the sale confidently. And the way that you sell things in the club, all of those energetic principles are transferred into your online business. And so the answer to your question would be absolutely my confidence from being a dancer has absolutely transferred into my confidence in my business, you know, even around like money manifestation and money mindset kind of things, you know, people like I get paid, whatever, however many hundreds of dollars for like dancing. And I'm just literally sitting there sometimes talking. And it's like, when you first start your coaching business, sometimes women can be, and my clients have felt this too, is like, they get intimidated to charge a certain amount. And I'm like, how much do you charge in the champagne room, honey? Like, let's double that because you're getting paid for your mind, not dances, okay? <laughs> that is so awesome. I love that so much. That's one of the things that like right off the top of my mind, I was like, I feel like having that background, it causes you to know your worth. And that's something a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. So what are some tips that you have in terms of like knowing your worth and being confident with what you have to offer? Yeah, that's it's very personal question. Um, and it's also a very personal answer for anyone who's listening. Like, how do you develop self-worth is gonna be different from me or is gonna be different from every client or every student that I've experienced, every person who's listening to this, you know? And just at the end of the day, you have to understand that like we are all cut from the same cloth. We are all made from the same God, the same whatever you believe, God, universe, higher kingdom, angel powers, anything that you believe in, we literally are all connected. I talk about the universal laws a lot. And the one that I want to say right now is the law of divine oneness, which states that we are all connected as human beings and you are connected to me and I am connected to you. We are all connected to God, universe, source, higher power. And what that means is that if it's possible for one person to do something, it is possible for you too. Like no person is better than another person. It's simply what you're choosing to believe about yourself and then what you're making that mean. And so if you're sitting there beating yourself up saying how shitty you are, how much you suck, how you're never going to be successful, poof, your wish is my command. Like that's what right. the universe is going to give you. And so if you can shift to being like, fuck man, 
look at her do that. Holy shit. That's so inspiring. If she can do it. I know I can do it too. Like that's been a mantra in my life before I even learned about, you know, manifestation. And before I learned about all of that kind of stuff, like even from a young age, I would look at girls and be like, Oh man, if that girl can do it, I can do it too. Like in a healthy competition way, not with the other person, but rather with myself kind of a thing. For sure. And I feel like I relate to that in so many ways because I'm the exact same way. I've kind of always been like, get it, girl. Like I could do that too because you're doing it, but like get it, girl, (laughs) you know? But Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something a lot of women struggle with is being caught up in like that imposter syndrome feeling or being caught up feeling like somebody is better than them and they're not good enough. So I love that you touched on that because it's so true. Like we literally all are born the same way, (laughs) die the same way. And it is what it is. Like make the most of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So one thing that you preach on your page is starting an online course. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? When you launched your first course, what made you want to launch an online course? Yeah. So I, I am a stripper business coach and yes, while I have a program on like how to run your dancing business, like a six figure business, my main chunk of my business is actually coaching other entrepreneurs, how to build an online business themselves. Because if you want to get out of the club, even if you're not in the club, like if you hate your nine to five, like I've had nurses who've been in my programs or other people who aren't dancers, but they just don't like what they're doing. In order to do that, you build an online business. And how do you build an online business? You can do one-on-one you know, calls, which is great, but you're still trading your time for money. And so I am a huge advocate for creating an online course because yes, it's going to take time to build and to put in and to like execute the actual back end of it. But then you don't have to leverage your time for money anymore because you can literally sell a product over and over and over again to reach the masses online without having to exert your time for the money. And so to answer your question, the first online course I made, like I made, (laughs) I've made like so many courses. I've made, I've done like little master classes trying to figure things out. Like, what do I want to teach about and stuff? And like, I think I made like my first, a first master class of mine, like in October of 2018, when I first launched um, my online business and I've done little master classes over the years, but I last year and the beginning of this year is when I, I have three main signature online courses. So there's like an ascension of how my client walks through my business, which is also really important if you're building an online business is always have a next step for someone to work with you for sure. Like don't just leave them there. Like you want them to ascend with working and be a repeat customer. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's it's really cool because like one thing I love about online courses is life happens and sometimes we're not mentally capable of being a hundred percent in our business. So by having some sort of a product that, you know, we can still push our business if we're not able to take those one-on-one coachings, if we're not able to be available through life circumstances that we can just talk about that. It's like a win-win, right? Like it's residual income. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's so, so, so true. Like even just with everything that's been going on in the world and stuff right now, like even myself personally on a personal level, like I've had a really rough past couple weeks emotionally, and it has been hard for me to show up and to do all those things. But luckily I have systems in place on the back end of my business that allows me to like all right, I need to shut down early today for like two weeks and do whatever. Like it allows me to heal and be a human being because we don't start businesses to be a slave to the business, right? We start a business so that way we can generate income and live a life 
that's fulfilling, you know? And so if you feel like, oh my God, I have to show up and I'm not going to make money. I have to be there. It's like, that's not, first of all, it's not realistic. You go through things. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You have that course and it's for sale. And then also you launch programs. And so you have these residual payments coming in over time from income product stacking. It's so powerful. Online, if you're listening to this, start an online business. I'm telling you. <laughs> Honestly, online businesses are so awesome. And speaking about courses, like what type of entrepreneur would you say could really launch an online course? Or what if somebody's kind of listening and they're like, oh, like what would I even launch an online course on? Yeah, th- this is such a great question because a lot of people in the online space think that you have to be a coach to make money online or you have to be a coach to create a course. And while if you are a coach, absolutely, you better be creating a course. You do not have to be a coach. You can literally, there, people will pay money for any sort of knowledge. If you, and you, first of all, going back to what you said earlier about like the imposter syndrome, people are like, but who am I to teach that? Or who, who am I to do that? And it's like, well, first of all, who are you not to? Second of all, you have your own unique life experience and you have your own viewpoint and you have your own way of teaching information. So look at your life and look at what it is that you like. Literally, I have seen very, very profitable, successful courses on gardening, on knitting, on dog training, literally like you can cooking stuff shopping, like you can literally look at your life and look at areas like maybe you have a hobby hobby that you love doing and that like took you time and, and you've put like two, three, four, five years in and you've invested money just because you purely like it. You can literally turn around and take your knowledge and turn it into a program, a course, and it will be profitable. That is so crazy. I never honestly even thought about like the whole knitting or anything like that. And, and it's true. Like people want to learn things And especially now through this whole COVID situation, everybody's online trying to get new knowledge or learn new things or find different things that they can take up as hobbies. So there's like no better time, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. So with that being said, you know, let's say somebody has an idea of what they want to launch as an online course. What are some tips that you would have in terms of starting and creating your own online course? Yeah. So if you literally are brand new and you're just like, I want to start this online course. I have this idea. First of all, congratulations. That's fucking awesome. So supportive of that. Second of all, I would recommend, I mean, there's so many things, but as far as actually creating your course, like start with an outline and do, first of all, start actually with a brain dump and brain dump all of the information. Just like let the the creative juices flow and brain dump all of the information that you can think of around whatever you're going to teach. And then after you brain dump, then you as a course creator and you as the educator go through and figure out how to outline the information. So that way, if someone comes to you and they have no idea how to do what you're teaching, you can literally like explain what you're going to teach, maybe give a little background on the industry, bring up limiting beliefs, say how to come over those limiting beliefs, give actual step-by-step how-tos, and then future success. Here's how you continue your results. Here's the next way to work with me. You want to walk your student through a process that they're going to get tangible results. And you as a course creator are the only person who's going to be able to create that. But there's another aspect to it as well, as far as like, yeah, you're going to be building this course and outlining it and actually doing the course. Here's the thing to remember. You could have the most fire program out there, literally the best course in the entire world. But if you don't have anyone to sell it to, 
who's going to buy it. <laughs> so right. while you are creating your course and outlining and doing all this stuff, you also need to be focusing on growing an audience online. So doing your Instagram marketing, doing Facebook, growing your audience. And that part is just as important. Right. And I feel like too, knowing exactly who it is that your course is tailored to so that you can interact with those specific people. Because sometimes we launch things because we're like, oh, this is a great idea, but it's not necessarily solving a problem for our ideal client or audience, right? It's like easy to get caught up in those things too, which I think is super important, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. It's said perfectly. Like just because you want to do it doesn't necessarily mean it's what your audience is asking for, but getting crystal clear on who your audience is and then also what their pain points are or what is a problem that you can solve because people purchase things to feel better or to solve a problem. And so if your program can literally solve a problem, it's your job to understand what that problem is, what those emotions are associated behind it, and then also how they're going to feel coming out the other side. Because when you're in your marketing efforts, you really need to be focusing on the benefit of the benefit. You know, like for example, my business coaching program, Rainmaker Academy is learning how to build a business so you can exit the club. And it's like, okay, cool. Like what's the benefit? You have a profitable business. Awesome. But what's the benefit of having a profitable business? Money, exiting the club, feeling successful. Like you really want to focus on touching on those emotions. And that's why it's so crucial to know who your ideal client is to even know what's keeping them up at night. I love that so much. And by the way, that name for your program is so cute and fun. And I love it so much. It's so unique. Thank you. Rainmaker. I know. I, I, I love that. You know where I first heard the term Rainmaker was, I want to say like four years ago, I was doing dabbling in real estate and I was go, I went in and I had my license, but you have to hang your license at a broker's office. And at the broker's office, the girl referred to the guy who owned the office as like the Rainmaker. And I was like, I want to be the rainmaker. Like it's just, you know, and so that term stuck in my head forever. And like my Facebook group is called rainmakers, but I love it because it's like when you're, you're the rainmaker of your business, like you are the top dog, you are the head person in charge. You are the one who controls and handles everything. So I love it. Yes. And you can make it rain money, girl. Amen. Amen. (laughs) That's the name of my podcast. Make it rain. Yes. Okay. So, you know, besides creating a course, another thing that you're really big on is money manifestation. So why don't you tell us about money manifestation, what that means? And yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a course on money manifestation also, (laughs) and I just, it's called mind your money, honey, but I also just launched my second book. It's called the universe is my sugar daddy, how to manifest money like a stripper. I'm so excited about that book. Actually. It's really cool because what I did is I walked you through all the aspects of being a dancer, like, you know, checking in, paying your house fee, stage set, lap dances, like different elements of being a stripper. And then each chapter is two parts. So if I'm talking about stage, like dancing on stage, I talk about parts of that, how that's actually related to money manifestation. When you're paying your house fee, how paying your house fee is actually related to money manifestation. It's really cool. (laughs) That is so awesome. So, you know, somebody that's brand new to money manifestation, what would that term mean to you? Like if you were to dumb it down for somebody? I would say that money manifestation is, it's really secretly personal development (laughs) and doing the inner work around money and around calling more money into your life. But you call more money into your life by doing the internal work and by raising your self-worth and your intrinsic value. Because the big thing about money is that 
when it comes to money, there literally are no rules at all. Like, think about it. Has anyone ever told you you're only allowed to make X amount of dollars? You're only allowed to have X amount of dollars in the bank. You're only allowed to spend X amount of dollars. No, there are no rules except for the self-imposed limitations that we choose to believe is our truth. You know, in the club, I can only make $500 tonight. I can only make $1,000 tonight. It's like, well, why? Like, who said that? Like, it's the thoughts that you're telling yourself. It's the story that you've created about money from being little and seeing how your parents acted with it and your experiences with money. It's all about rewiring and reprogramming your brain to understand I am the leader of my life. I make the decisions around money. I make the rules around money and I'm going to call more of it in. I love that girl. I got chills. I was like, yes. And it's so true. Like how we see our parents react to money. I feel like a lot of people get into entrepreneurship because, you know, they really want to create a better life for themselves. And sometimes we grow up in situations where we see like our parents put budgets in place or things like this and and hear like, oh, we cannot afford that. And that kind of sticks with you as you get older, it's like, oh, I can't afford something like that. Right. And one of my favorite quotes ever, one of my girlfriends said was money is energy, honey. So right there, it's like, however you feel about it, that's, what's going to come back to you. If you feel like, you know, money is a bad thing, you're never going to get money. You're never going to get to that level you want to get to. Right. That's actually, when I teach on money manifestation, I love that you said money is energy. Cause that is literally the first thing I go into at all. I'm like, what is money? Money is simply energy. It's an exchange of energy for a perceived value. And so the higher that your intrinsic value is and the higher that you believe yourself to be worthy of, the more money you're going to call in. Another stat, this is my favorite stat about money being energy. And if you just think about it like this is 93% of the world's money supply is actually digital. And so what is digital? Digital is online on the computer, right? What is online? Online is the internet. And what is the internet? The internet is ether, which is energy. And it literally is simply energy. And so you raise your vibration to match money, which money is a fun and a playful and a love and supportive energy. You will call more of it into your life. I love that so much, girl. And you said that this course is available right now as well, right? Mind Your Money, Honey is I'm launching it actually again in September. I do. um, I launch it two times a year. So the next launch is going to be in September. Perfect. So we'll have to stay tuned for that, guys, because that one I am getting in on because I'm like, yes, first of all, love the name again. What did you call it? It's called Mind Your Money, Honey. I love that so much. (laughs) Okay. I have one last question for you, girl, and it's what is your favorite boss girl quote and why? The better it gets, the better it gets. And the reason why the better it gets, the better it gets is because when I was starting my well, first of all, because it's fucking true. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> because when I was first starting my journey in personal development and really like growing my mindset is this is something I struggled with growing up, you know, thinking that if things were going really good, something bad was going to happen. This magical shoe is going to drop out of the sky, knock me off my game. I have to pay a price. Things have to be hard in order for me to receive something good. And in reality, life is meant to be enjoyed. Life is meant to be loved. There's no magical shoe that's going to come out of the sky and knock you off your game. And so in fact, when things started getting good, when I started getting momentum, when I would start making more money, when things would just be falling into place, instead of thinking like, oh, fuck, now something bad's going to happen. Like, of course, that's what you're going to attract in. So instead of thinking that, I would tell myself when good things are happening, the better it gets, the better it gets, the better it gets. This is a sign that more good things are on the way. And it literally, that phrase has 
done wonders for me. (laughs) I love that. And I feel like when you put it out there and you keep saying that and you really feel it, like you get excited about that again, like that vibration is like heightened and everything just starts to get better around you. Right? Yes, ma'am. I love that girl. It's been such an honor having you. Why don't you tell us where we can find you on social media and if you have any new launches or promotions coming up? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on today. (laughs) I'm very active on Instagram. Um, It's at the.page.cole. My website is pagecole.com. I have a Facebook group, Rainmakers. My podcast is called Make It Rain. And what is coming up? I am actually hosting a free book club in August. It's August 24th through the 28th. We're going to be digging into different chapters of my brand new book, The Universe is My Sugar Daddy. So yeah, make sure to sign up. It's free. Why not join it? Get in on a book club. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that guys. Make sure you go ahead and follow Paige. Thank you again, girl. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you in the next one. Stay social. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.